Chilson Motors with Gene Chilson, our sponsors of our Wax Farm Show podcast. At Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott and Chilson Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram, we have an excellent selection of certified pre-owned Ram models to choose from. Purchase a certified Ram and receive our seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty and its factory-backed coverage from Ram. A certified Ram offers a great deal of confidence and peace of mind with a seven-year, 100,000-mile warranty. And we now have a great selection in stock and ready for immediate delivery. And ready to get those farm chores done. Absolutely. To see all the models, call, click, or visit Chilson's Corner Motors of Cadott on the corner of Highway 27 and X or Chilson Chrysler Dodge on Business Highway 53 or visit us on the web at chilson.com. And remember, let our family take care of your family. Hey, did you know Bluff Country is located in Mondovi? And it's your locally owned hometown feed and seed supplier. Whether it's your pet or your business, they have the products and service that you need. They even offer agronomy services from seed to fertilizers and chemicals and even feed and forage sampling. Bluff Country Feed and Seed is your hometown feed and seed supplier. To learn more about Bluff Country, check out their website at bluffcountryfs.com. It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Wax 104.5 on a Monday morning. Good morning to you. I am Kristen Smith along with... Jill Welke. Good morning, Jill. Good morning. So, now the last couple songs, I don't know if people realize that was Sawyer Brown and Joe Nichols... They're coming to Clark County, Wisconsin this Wednesday night for Farm Tech Fest. Yeah, I'm excited about it. And, you know, maybe Joe Nichols will tell us what a guy has to do to get a girl in this town. You know, and the nice thing is, is we actually had a chance to interview, you know, Sawyer Brown and Joe Nichols last week. And that'll be going on this morning at 830 Sawyer Brown. And tomorrow morning at 830, you'll hear Joe Nichols. You're going to love Joe Nichols interview. He, he's bringing the family and his kids want to milk a cow. Well, you come to the right place. I know, because, you know, for the farm tours this year at Clark County Farm Technology Days, they're having a hands-on farm tour. The kids get to milk, you know, feed a baby calf. So I think Uh, we can probably get them in there to milk a cow or two. Probably. You know, (laughs) I bet you those kids will stick out their finger and let that calf suck on that finger and get all I think that might happen. Yeah, well, it's a busy week, all things agriculture. We've got Clark County Farm Technology Days, Farm Tech Fest, and the Northern Wisconsin State Fair all taking place this week. It's a busy, busy week, and it's a busy morning here at Wax. We've got an interesting kind of weather. This morning I left Nilsville. It was kind of cool, a little sticky. Come up to Eau Claire, it's 74 and humid. So we're going to have some scattered thunderstorms today with a high of 82, but... The weather looks like it's going to turn around for the best. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 74 degrees right now in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls Menominee area. Looking today for some scattered thunderstorms this morning and a high of 82. Tonight we're going to be a mostly clear night. 60 degrees tomorrow, 81. Wednesday, sunny and 80 degrees. It'll be a great night for Miss. Mr. Sawyer Brown and Mr. Joe Nichols to come to Royal Wisconsin.
Wisconsin. Sawyer Brown coming to Loyal Wisconsin Wednesday night, July 13th for Farm Tech Fest, the newest addition to Clark County Farm Tech Days. Everyone is super excited to see him there and see the whole band. And then, of course, Joe Nichols. And it is 5.02 on 104.5 FM, WAXX Eau Claire. It's time to check in with some morning news. NBC News Radio, I'm Trey Thomas. The House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol will hold two more hearings this week. Mark Mayfield has the details. The first is set for Tuesday. The Democrat-led panel is going to be focusing on the role that extremist groups played in the riot, in particular the Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, and Three Percenters. Another hearing is expected on Thursday, that one in prime time. President Biden says he's looking into whether he has the authority to declare a public health emergency following the Supreme Court's Roe v. Wade reversal. That's something I'm asked the uh, folks, the medical people on the administration to look at, whether that is, whether I have the authority to do that and what impact that would have. The president said his ultimate goal is to reinstate Roe v. Wade as a national law by passing it in Congress. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer won't be on Capitol Hill when the Senate reconvenes this week. The New York Democrat has tested positive for COVID. Schumer's spokesman said the senator is experiencing mild symptoms. The Navy says an F-A-18 fighter jet blew overboard and off the deck of the aircraft carrier USS Harry Truman in heavy weather in the Mediterranean Sea. The Navy's 6th Fleet said Sunday that intense winds and heavy rain blew in unexpectedly on Friday. A Florida man is in jail after he tried to get away from police on his riding lawnmower over the weekend. Dusty Mobley hopped on the mower and took off when Okaloosa County Sheriff's deputies came to his home Saturday morning. Deputies chased him down and tased him before taking him into custody. You're listening to NBC News Radio. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have never thought about outrunning the police in general, but to try and outrun him on your lawnmower? What was he going to do? Mow him over? <laughs> I'm sure hope he had a turbo on that thing. Wow. I wonder if he put the deck up because you go faster then. <laughs> but you can't run the blades at the same time. Yeah, I don't know. But he was tasered too. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> I, I mean,. I just wonder what his thought was. I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get away. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I don't even know what the thought process is behind that. Yeah, I know my moral won't go that fast, so I better <laughs> behave myself. I wonder if he spun in circles too, like he was really gonna escape them. <laughs> maybe Wouldn't that be funny. <laughs> well, hey, maybe there's a test out there somewhere. I mean, because they do have like those lawnmower races. Maybe he's just prepping and was really misunderstood. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, I Ho- think- hopefully that's the deal. <laughs> we'll, we'll think that anyway. <laughs> we got a busy morning here at Wax 104.5. We're going to be hearing from the host family, Ray Lakers, coming up. We're going to be talking about the Northern Wisconsin State Fair, all things Farm Technology Days today, and weather, news, and markets. It's a busy day. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. On the grounds for Farm Technology Days yesterday, setting up our wax booth where you can win a half a hog from Smith Brothers Meets Up in Kobe. And while setting up, Bob had a chance to talk to a very excited member of the host family show. 
my brother Dennis. Just like we wait for Christmas, we wait for Farm Technology Days, but eventually it gets here. Rail Acres Rustic Occasions opening the doors tomorrow morning. Dennis Rail is with me, and Dennis, it takes a while sometimes for dreams to come true. This started for you in 1983 at Owen. Did you realistically think it would come true, and what are your thoughts now? A lot of preparation. It's here. I actually never knew if it was going to come true. I always wanted it to, but here we are. We're uh, ready to go. We've got, I think, everything in pretty good order. I think it's going to be a great show. You know, if you're a farmer, come on out. If you're not a farmer, come on out. This is an educational show. Bring your kids. Let them pet a calf. Let them feed a calf. we got all the safety precautions. We've got hand-washing stations. You'll get to see robotic milking, which I think is great. So uh, We'll have tour buses, but it's not just to take a ride. They're going to get off the buses. Yes, the, you actually get off the bus. You actually get hands-on with the calves, and you get to walk through really close to the robots and watch everything work. And this is Clark County, the heart of dairy country in Wisconsin, so there will be cows besides all the other demonstrations, and I think that's important because... Let's face it, Wisconsin is cow country. Yeah, and that's the thing that we always have to remember, is that we are not alone out here. You know, it is, the whole community is is all backing us. And one of the fun things, driving to the farm, and I'm not going to give you directions, because if you get lost with all the signs <laughs> here, you got a problem. But driving through this part of the country, you're going to see different cultures. Yeah, well, we do have uh, Amish neighbors that only live a quarter mile away from us. We have a lot of the Mennonite community that are a quarter mile the other way. So, yes, we have a lot of diverse uh, people around here. And again, I want to emphasize, if you're not a farmer, farmers know they're going to come here. But if you're not a farmer, maybe you're a walker and you walk a couple, three miles every day, Put on your Fitbit and come out here, and at the end of the day, check your miles. You might have the longest walk you ever did, because there's a lot to see here. I tell you, if you go up and down every street, you are going to know that you walked something in a day. And just the education part of of looking at the newest equipment, there's some equipment out there that I'm going to actually go out and ask, what is this? And how do you use it? And how do you use it, exactly. So as people uh, leave here after a day or two, it's like kind of like the Smithsonian. You really can't see it all in one day. So come on back for more than that. But again, it's an educational show, and I think that's what we need to emphasize. And it's not just, you know, if you've got weeds, if you've got nutrition problems, there's so much education out here. There really is. Uh, everybody's been working really hard to, to really pamper to the the whole community not just the farmers and something really special that your sister Kristen uh, really was a driving force wednesday night farm tech fest first time it's ever been done and i don't know about you but i've talked to a lot of people it's going to be a nice crowd well we're really hoping that everyone comes out for it i know we're really excited about it i don't know if you've been down there today but we've even set up a photo op for everybody at farm tech fest it's a large cow made out of round bales And I understand some of the entertainers are going to come bring their family and get up close and personal to the calves and the cows. Yeah, uh, we've gotten word that that one of the entertainers is coming here with his whole family. He said his girls are really excited to milk a cow, and so we're going to do our best to accommodate them.
All right, so come on out. It's going to be fun. It's going to be educational. And uh, I think Mother Nature is cooperating. Dennis, we'll, we'll see you at the show. One of the nice things about being the, uh, the host, you don't have to walk very far. you got wheels. <laughs> well, I'm hoping that they'll give me some wheels. I don't know. <laughs> we'll find out. But uh, Dennis, Susie, the whole family, the rail family, Earl and Lowell and Rustic Occasions, it's just going to be a great show. And it starts Tuesday morning, 9 o'clock, the gates open. We'll see you at Farm Technology Days at Rail Acres and Rustic Occasions in Clark County, right near Lyle. I'm Bob Bosold. That's right. We will be there at Farm Technology Days. Our booth number for WAX is 572. Bob will be there. Jill will be there. Some blasts from the past will be there. I'll be I'll be kind of everywhere. I'm like a Visa card of Farm Technology Days. I'll be here and there and everywhere. But, you know, Jill, we got to get moving this morning. We've got weather and news and weather this morning. Right now, it's a little, I don't know, sticky and nasty out. we got some scattered thunderstorms coming in this morning. Then it's going to be 82 degrees. Tonight, mostly clear night with a low of 60. Tomorrow, a few scattered showers here and there. A little bit in the afternoon, high of 81 Tomorrow night, some isolated thunderstorms with a low of 56. And then on Wednesday, sunny and 80 degrees. Wednesday night, clear and 56. Temperatures around the area right now, we've got Medford at 68 degrees, La Crosse at 75, Marshfield 67, Green Bay 68, Rice Lake 71, Wausau 68 degrees, Madison 70, Milwaukee is 67 degrees, and right here in the Eau Claire Chippewa Falls Menominee area, we are at 74 degrees. We've got your morning markets. They're coming up next. Brought to you by... Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. As the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin, Rural Mutual Insurance is rewarding their farm policyholders for their loyalty and commitment to Wisconsin agriculture through their farm dividend program. The farm dividend pays up to 5% back on your farm premium. Visit RuralMutual.com to learn how you could qualify. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. What better way to celebrate all things agricultural than with a good old country music concert? Farm Tech Fest, Wednesday night, July 13th, just south of Loyal. Featuring Madison County, Sawyer Brown, and Joe Nichols. On-site camping available. Get your tickets now at farmtechfest.com. That's farmtechfest.com. A huge thank you to some of the great sponsors. Partners Bank, Rooney Grain, and many more. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Yes, that's right. Rural Mutual Insurance will be at Farm Technology Days. They're also a sponsor of Farm Tech Fest along with Partners Bank, Rooney Grain, Forward Insurance. We've got Colby Chrysler, Wax 104.5, Zastro the Beer Men, Rossbach Communications, Munson Bridge Winery, RZ Builders, and Sweet Retreat Cake Boutique, Hotel Marshfield, and Quick Print of Spencer. We're full of sponsors but let's get back to why we're on this morning our morning markets are sponsored by rural mutual insurance and jill rural mutual insurance is our sponsor kick us off what's going on with the morning markets our live animal our live steers markets are choice fed steers and choice fed beef heifers are at 138 to 40, 146 with mixed at 120 to 137 choice fed holstein steers are 136 126 to 133 and a half 
Cows are 70 to 108. Bulls are 90 to 112. Butcher hogs are 75 to 103. Sows are 49 to 56 with boars at 20 to 25 and a half. New crop market lambs are 120 to 150 with feeder lambs at 75 to 102. Thank you so much, Jill. And looking at the Mercantile Exchange, we've got live cattle for August at 133.95. That's down 60 cents. October's at 138.95, down 90. December's at 145.07, down 40 cents. Feeder cattle for August is at 171.72, down 75 cents. September's at 174.72, down a dollar 32. October's at 177.75, down a dollar 57. Lean hogs for July is at 112.85, that's down 40. August is at 109.17, down 32. October's at 94, that's up two cents. And looking at your Chicago Board of Trade for December, corn, we're up 17 cents to 641. December oats up a penny at 469. November beans up 19 cents to 1415. October soybean meal up $5 to 407.80 a ton. December wheat up 16 cents to 923. Looking at the dairy side, barrel cheese down a half a cent to 218 and a quarter. Your blocks are up two and a half cents to 211. Double A grade butter was up three cents to 297. And your class three futures for July up 15 cents to 2279. August slipped down nine cents to 2175. September up nine at 2229. October down nine cents to 2247. November down a dime to 2231. And the markets were trending downward through March of 2023. And again, this morning's markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. And Jill, you know, it's a busy time in agriculture right now. You know, starting tomorrow, we've got the Northern Wisconsin State Fair. We do. They start tomorrow at the uh, in Chippewa Falls at the Northern Wisconsin State Fairgrounds. The Junior Swine Show will start at 9 o'clock in the morning with Junior Goats and Junior Poultry starting at 3. Then on Wednesday at 9, the Junior Sheep Show will take place and the Junior Beef Cattle will show up and be shown at 1 o'clock. The Northern Wisconsin State Fair will continue through Sunday the 17th. Yeah, and we've got a big report coming out tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock. That's the WASA report, the World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report. Right now, it looks like we're going to be hitting a record corn yield of 177 bushels an acre. And soybeans, they're going to drop a little bit from 4.64 billion bushels down to 4.51 billion bushels. And wheat... They're saying it's going to be just a smidge lower. So we will see what all happens there. And, of course, tomorrow is a busy day. Clark County Farm Technology Days kicks off. New this year will be, you know, tours of the robotic milkers, feed a baby calf, pet a baby calf. We've got grab-and-go lunch stations around Innovation Square and the big one, Farm Tech Best, featuring Madison County, Sawyer Brown, and Joe Nichols. Gates for that open at 415, music at 5. General admission at the gate will be $30, but children 12 and under are free. Then Farm Technology Days, Farm Tech Fest, located just two miles south of Loyal. We've got a busy morning. We're going to be hearing from the Wisconsin Farmers Union coming up next. Julie Bomar had a chance to speak with Bob, so we'll be hearing from him coming up on Wix. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Geez, I'm tired, and it's only on a Monday. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, but soon to be making my way to the central portion of the state. It is Wisconsin Farm Technology Days Week, and I'll tell you what, uh, it's a great time to learn about the latest innovations in agriculture. And, Bob, for you and I, it's also an excellent time to get reacquainted with buddies that we haven't seen for just a little while. 
Wisconsin Farm Technology Days allows us to do that. And really, when it comes to agriculture, sharing stories, sharing experiences, it's kind of a, it's a theme that runs through all of our events. It really does. And, of course, we're talking about a major event starting tomorrow. And, of course, that is Wisconsin Farm Technology Days. And one of the organizations that will be there the Wisconsin Farmers Union, and I had a chance recently to talk to Julie Bomar, who is the executive director of the Wisconsin Farmers Union, not about Farm Tech Days, but about uh, other activities. The Farmers Union is very much involved in here in the state, producer-led watershed councils, and they're moving to a new facility still in Chippewa Falls. But I talked to Julie about those producer-led watershed councils, how important they are, and the work they are doing around the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, we we have a lot of effort going on here in the Chippewa Valley and towards the west. We have a watershed coordinator on staff who works specifically with four counties here in western Wisconsin and um, helps those councils get organized and put on educational events. And more recently, we're uh, working to support uh, new farmer-led watershed councils in Chippewa County. And we're combining efforts with uh, Chippewa County Farm Bureau, Chippewa County Farmers Union and Chippewa County land conservation folks to really help bring information to farmers in the area who might be interested in changing some some of their farming practices to help protect the water and soil uh, in the area. Now, these watershed coalitions, as far as uh, getting some of the agencies involved here that are actually conservation on the land groups besides the Farmers Union and Farm Bureau, what kind of educational programs are you offering? And you've got a day coming up in July. That's correct. Um, the efforts that we're trying to uh, help support are really farmer-led, um, peer-to-peer kind of learning, you know, helping people understand the struggles they might have gone through to do cover crops or put in uh, buffer strips and things like that to really learn from the people who are out you know, uh, doing the practice in the field. And so that's the main effort is that peer-to-peer learning. But land conservation brings in also knowledge about soil testing and putting together plans and also really networking people with other resources. You know, what else is out there if you've got some marginal farmland and you're not sure about cropping it? You know, what kind of options do you really have available that could be incentivized um, through different programs? So we need to pull all those folks together to really have a good educational program. And in this world of uh, grants and loans and things like that, I would think a program like this would be primed for a grant from somebody, either statewide or federal-wide. Have you got any financial assistance? Absolutely. Um, You know, the producer-led watershed councils are often supported by DATCAP grants, and um, those have been expanded over the years. Uh, There's been a lot of call from the agricultural community to provide those incentives to really help people, you know, make a financial decision as well as, you know, a decision that many of them want to make. And and so having that that kind of support is really crucial when you're talking about those kinds of transitions. When we talk about uh, the actual on-the-ground events, what kind of things will we be doing in the fields? Will we be along along rivers, along streams, by lake? Where are we going to be, and what kind of a day will it amount to being as far as education-wise? 
Well, on July 28th, we're really just going to talk out at Camp Kenwood and have some information sharing with farmers and land conservation folks, people that are really, you know, on the ground. Um, and But what you see across the state are a wide variety of educational opportunities from pasture walks to soil testing. Uh, here in western Wisconsin, there's the Soil Your Undies program. I don't know if you've heard about that, Bob, but... People bury a pair of whitey tighties in the soil and take it out at the end of the harvest season and see who's done a better job in terms of, um, you know, deteriorating those with some good soil conditions. So it's kind of a, a fun attention grabbing way to really help uh, show, you know, the active, you know, the soil and the bioactivity in the soil and, and, and demonstrate how that can be good for input costs as well as uh, deteriorating whitey tighties. Julie Bomar, Executive Director of the Wisconsin Farmers Union, with us talking about these producer-led uh, watershed councils. Do we have a, a number of these, or are they popping up all over around the state? Uh, how vast is the network of these councils? Well, they're spread across the state for sure, and I know there's other there's a lot of producers who want to get involved. Um, I, I, I don't have a specific number for you, Bob, but um, we could certainly find that out for you from some of our DATCAP friends and, and folks in the extension, too, who work with water quality and soil quality. How do we find out if there's one in our area, one of these councils? I would call your land conservation department, um, and they can put you in touch. Um, most of these councils also have web pages so that, you know, they're trying to get more people involved in the councils. It's kind of the whole purpose of it, and it needs to be farmer-led. And so um, I would definitely contact land conservation as a first step to see what's in your community. So the producer-led watershed councils also, Julie, you have to be excited at the Farmers Union. You're going to have a new home pretty soon. It'll still be in Chippewa Falls, but you'll be overlooking the river. You bought a building. What's the status of remodeling and moving in? Well, we're at it every day, pretty much. Um, we're meeting with architects right now on design and trying to figure out how to pull together some vending operations, a new state office, some programming space, event space, as well as some uh, residential apartments on the top floor. And this building, which is on River Street and Island, is huge. It's a 45,000-square-foot building, very historic building right there in downtown Chippewa. Our board of directors decided to stay in Chippewa. We want to really help um, our Farmers Union members, but also really help Chippewa Falls with some independent businesses and revitalization. And so it's a beautiful uh, piece of property. It's, it's where we want to be. And you mentioned apartments on top. You've got to have office space for the Chippewa, for the Farmers Union in Chippewa Falls. But you want to encourage other economic activity in some of the other floors. Absolutely. And because we're a member-driven organization, when, when the board made this decision, they really decided um, that whatever we did there, we needed to make sure that it was a beneficial to farmers. And so what we're doing is working with vendors who we asked to be members of the Farmers Union. We also asked them to have a percentage of their um, product coming from Wisconsin Farmers Union members. And so far, the cool thing is nobody's blinked an eye at that request. So I feel like it's a really the right time to ask people to do something for independent farmers and local farmers to help them have market access and that's the whole goal and that's julie bomar with the wisconsin farmers union and it's really interesting jill you know how much there is going on in agriculture nowadays i mean you got the wisconsin farmers union you know talking about everything and how they're trying to get education out there and teach everybody about it it's really a truly amazing thing 
Oh, and the Farm Bureau gets around, too. I know they've been handing out and having special events to, you know, engage the consumers and really educate the people out there where your food comes from. Yeah, and I'm sure we're going to see a lot of that. And where are we going to see that at, Jill? Farm Technology Days. In Clark County, kicking off tomorrow, Wednesday, and Thursday. But we've got a busy morning here at Wax Radio. We've got your morning markets. Those are coming up next with Rocky Olson. The crack of dawn never sounded so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's time to check in with our morning markets this morning. Let's head over to Rocky Olson at Premier Livestock. Good morning, Rocky. Hey, good morning. So it's a busy week for us in agriculture. You've got sales coming up. We've got Farm Technology Days coming up. We've got the Northern Wisconsin State Fair, the Trampolo County Fair. It's just a busy, busy week. So catch us up. What's going on at Premier Livestock and with you? Uh, thank you, Kristen. Good morning, everyone. This is how last week's auction shaped up here at Premier Livestock. Had a busy week with a shortened week. We sold uh, 2,700 head of livestock. We sold over 1,000 newborn calves this last week. Fed cattle sold steady. High choice and prime Holstein steers 120 to 139. Selects 122 to 128. Choice beef steers and heifers from 133 to 141. Market cows traded strong. Those high yielding cows, uh, 84 to a dollar six. Most other cows, 67 to 83. Market bulls high yielding a dollar to a dollar 21, lower yielding 99 and down. Newborn Holstein bull calves, like I said, we sold over a thousand this last week, mostly from 75 to 195 on the Holsteins. Your beef calves 125 to 345, Holstein heifer calves 20 to 85. This week at Premier Wednesday, dairy cattle auction, we do have a complete herd of 250 Holstein parlor freestall cows, several crosses in the herd as well, uh, several reputation loads of fancy parlor freestall cows and a nice selection of spring and heifers. We're expecting 375 headed dairy cattle. Uh, feeder cattle, uh, that is going to be on Tuesday, and we got our horse auction this Friday. Full auction schedule with our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com. Questions, call us at Premier 715-229-2500. Uh, don't forget, machinery auction will be coming up here on August 26th. Give us a call to consign. If you got one piece or a full line, you'd like us to look at any cattle or farm equipment, we're always glad to do it, and that's the way it shaped up, Kristen. And we, you will see us at Farm Tech Days, too, or in the agribusiness tent. Excellent. Well, we look forward to seeing you there. Hopefully the weather holds out. We'll be checking in with that soon. And you have a great week at Premier. Hey, you too. Thank you. Thank you so much. There he goes, Rocky Olson at Premier Livestock. And this morning's markets are going to be brought to you by... Brought to you by Chippewa Valley Bean of Menominee. Chippewa Valley Bean is excited to welcome spring and all the opportunity it brings. And as you think about what you're planting in your fields, Chippewa Valley Bean wants you to consider growing a crop of kidney beans. Kidney beans are a great addition to your rotation and bring great value back to your farm. If you're looking for new opportunities for your farm, give their agronomist Ben a call at 715-556-1930. That's 715-556-1930. Or visit them at CVBean.com. What better way to celebrate all things agriculture than with a good old country music concert? Farm Tech Fest, Wednesday night, July 13th, just south of Loyal, featuring Madison County Sawyer Brown and Joe Nichols. On-site camping is available. Get your tickets now at farmtechfest.com. A huge thank you to some of the great sponsors, Partners Bank, Rooney Green, and many more. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And it's almost...
535 on a Monday morning. We've got to check in with our Skywarn 13 meteorologist, Mike Dandria, and see how our week is coming along. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Kristen. It's been a while since we've talked uh, last. I know. I've missed you so much. I've missed you, too. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I like to be missed every once in a while. <laughs> you know, as long as it's not for supper, though. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. So, Mike, we've got a very busy week coming up. We've got Clark County Farm Technology Days. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we've got Farm Tech Fest going on on Wednesday night. Please tell me we've got good weather coming this week. Well, for uh, most of the week, things are looking dry. It's the weekend that has a, a couple question marks, which, uh, you know, I need to talk with Mother Nature because I plan to see Charlie Barron's on Saturday. Um, so we'll we'll have to have a talk with her about that. I would, yes. <laughs> Otherwise, for today, we'll have a couple chances at some uh, scattered showers and storms throughout the day. Otherwise, mostly cloudy. We'll have a few peaks of sunshine in the midst of some of those uh, scattered showers and storms as well. Highs getting into about the low 80s. Later on tonight, we'll have partly cloudy to mostly clear conditions. It will still be rather breezy, though, really breezy throughout most of the day, I should say. Gusts upwards of 25 to 30 miles per hour out of the west. Now, tomorrow we'll start off with a good bit of sunshine. We may have a few pop-up showers here and there. Otherwise, low 80s once again. Wednesday and Thursday, well, those two days just look absolutely beautiful. Won't be really humid like we have today. Uh, low 80s for our highs, plenty of sunshine. And then Thursday night, this is where things start to change. Some clouds will start to roll in. That heat and humidity is going to make a return going into Friday. We'll have a chance at a few scattered showers and storms, mid-80s on tap. And heading into Saturday and Sunday, that's when we'll have a couple chances for scattered showers and storms yet again, getting into the mid to upper 80s. And again, good bit of humidity to go, humidity to go along with that. Try saying that five times fast. Otherwise, uh, we do have some clouds out there now and uh, some showers off towards western Minnesota and into central Iowa, but a temperature of 72 degrees in Eau Claire at the moment. Well, that's a nice temperature. And, you know, I mean, can we ask Mother Nature, you know, like rain like at 2, 3, 4 a.m.? And that way, like, during the day and evening, it's nice for all of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just give us a nice little soaking rain throughout the overnight. Oh, that would be phenomenal. And just make sure to mention, you know, to everyone out there, do not wash your car. Because as soon as you wash (laughs) it, it's going to rain. So I think we should just shut down all the car washes just for a few, like, one week. I I tell you what, why don't I head up to, uh, like, northern Dunn County and uh, Polk and St. Croix County where they have that drought starting. I'll wash my car there. Yes, I like it. There, that (laughs) that sounds perfect. Yes, and then we'll, we'll, you know, reciprocate that when they don't need the rain and we do. Yeah, exactly. I I like it. We've got a plan. All right. All right. Thanks so much, Mike. You have a good one, Kristen. You too. There he goes, our Skywarn 13 meteorologist, Mike Tandrian. It looks like our forecast will be okay. I think we can take it. And your Skywarn 13 weather is brought to you by Marquardt Motors. Marquardt Motors has the area's largest pre-owned inventory with pre-owned selections arriving daily. Check them out at MarquardtMotors.com or on the lot, which is kind of nice. Get back out there. And you know, we're 538 this morning. We got to check in with Morgan McCarthy. I see she's over there waving at me. Good morning, Morgan. Catch us up. What's going on with the news? Well, good morning. Coming out of the weekend and into a new week, here's what we're looking at. We start in Milwaukee with a violent weekend, as police say. They handled nine shootings between Friday and late last night, and in those, six people died. The shootings included a triple shooting at El Rey Grocery Store, where two people, including a security guard, died Saturday. Looking into other headlines across the state, it was a day for remembering on the fourth anniversary of an explosion in Sun Prairie that killed Corey Barr. Yesterday marked four years since a gas line caused an explosion in downtown. You likely remember that incident. Barr was a fire 
air captain at the time and helping evacuate people. Fellow firefighters and Barr's family got together to remember his life, and he's now remembered with a statue out in front of Sun Prairie's fire department. On our political stage, Wisconsin's governor says the state Supreme Court is robbing people of a choice on Election Day. Governor Evers criticizing Friday's ruling from the high court. He said justices are making it tougher for people to vote by disallowing ballot drop boxes. That was handed down by the court heading into the weekend. Locally, Eau Claire's election managers say nothing is changing after that ballot drop box ruling. City clerk's Carrie Ripple says that she stopped using drop boxes earlier this year after a judge in Waukesha County declared them illegal. In news and headlines that bring us closer to our area, no one was hurt in a duplex fire on Water Street. That was yesterday afternoon, though. If you heard those sirens, firefighters say they were able to put out flames coming from the second floor of an attic are now looking for what caused that fire. If you have your cart loaded, ready, and ready to click, you might want to be a little bit careful. Amazon's Prime Day is prime time for shoppers and scammers, but Bao Vang with the Better Business Bureau says, yes, Amazon offers good deals, but online shopping can be a little risky. Here's why. Amazon has now risen to the number one spot, the number one brand most impersonated by scammers. Be on the lookout for phony websites and your social media feeds. You also want to check that fine print on whatever it is you're buying just to make sure you're actually going to be paying for what you're looking for and not a cheap knockoff. And smile, who's a good boy. It's All-American Pet Photo Day. Tell your fur babies to get ready to shine. July 11th marks a day where pet owners are encouraged to share their favorite pictures of their pets. To celebrate, you can dress them up, you can take them to a park, you can put them on a fancy pillow or do just whatever your imagination leads you to do for the perfect picture of your pet. I'm Mark Mayfield. And picture perfect, even in their barn clothes, we'll send you back to Kristen Jill and the Midwest Farm Show right here. And then after 6 o'clock, Alex Edwards gets the plates in the air for the Wax Morning Show. And a reminder, we'll have some of those interviews to run with both Sawyer Brown and Joe Nichols leading up to Farm Tech Fest and all the fun taking over Clark County this week. We're live, local, and right along with you on Wax 104.5. Thank you so much, Morgan. This is going to be a lot of fun. I think we're going to have a really good time this week. I think we are, too. Oh, man. I'm excited to hear the interview with Sawyer Brown again this morning. It's going to come on about 8.30 when Alex talked to me last week. He said it's coming on. At 8.30, make sure you turn your radio on. Oh, well, turn it up anyway. Well, turn it up, Turn it up. up. We, don't, we don't want to turn it off. <laughs> Absolutely not. Well, you know, Jill, we got to keep moving here. It's a busy day. We got to get to Morning Markets. We're going to head over to the Equity Altoona Barn and check in with Jim Lindsay. Jim, catch us up. What all happened this last week? Choice beef steers and heifers dollar twenty to a dollar forty-five. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers dollar twenty to a dollar forty. High yielding choice and prime Holstein steers dollar thirty-four to a dollar forty. Choice Holstein steers a dollar twenty to a dollar thirty-three. Select underfinished heavyweight oversized steers and heifers dollar nineteen and down. Top twenty percent of the cold cows sold from eighty-seven to ninety-nine. We had an extreme top of a dollar twelve and a high yielding Charlay cow. Sixty percent of the cows sold from sixty-two to eighty-six. The bottom twenty percent of the cows sold from sixty-one and down. Organic market from Tuesday, eighty percent of the organic cows sold from 90 to $1.13. Bottom 20% of the organic cows sold from 89 and down. Call bulls sold from 80 to $1.05. Thin, full horn, and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the 95-pound and up Holstein bull calves sold from 80 to 210 Light and poor quality calves sold from $80 per head and down. Quality beef calves sold from $100 to $270 per head. Sows on Thursday sold from 75 to 83 we're now selling organic cattle on Tuesdays at the Altoon Market. Please have all cattle and appropriate paperwork to the barn by 11 a.m. the day of sale. All feeder sales are live on Cattle USA. If you have any questions about how to register as a bidder on Cattle USA or to consign cattle to upcoming sale, feel free to give us a call at 715 715- 
835-3104 to check out our early consignments. Go to the Equity Livestock Market Consignment page and click on the Altoona Market. This has been Jim Lindsay reporting from Equity Livestock in Altoona. Have a great day. You too, Jim. Thank you so much. That was Jim Lindsay from the Equity Altoona Barn. And now it's time to check in with Jerry Fitzgerald at the Stratford Equity Barn. Good morning, Jerry. Well, good morning to you, ladies. And a kind of a, well, a relatively warm morning here. It's 70 degrees. And uh, I don't know, did uh, yesterday afternoon we were, uh, the neighbors were finishing up making hay. We were helping them a little bit. And uh, we kind of missed the rain. But there were some places yesterday that got some decent rainfall. Did you guys get any uh, reports? Uh, I didn't get any reports, but I was at the Clark County Farm Technology Day site. And yeah, it got it got a little wet for a while, but it was needed. Tampering down everything, getting the dust down. You know, we just needed well, some soap, uh, yeah. and everyone would have smelt good too. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you're out in the public; you don't have to worry about that. I mean, True. come on, you know, you grew up on a farm. That's, uh, but anyway, I'm sure everything all set and ready to go for that. Uh, yep, we're all set, ready to go. We just got to wait for tomorrow morning to open the gates. Well, that sounds good. Well, in the meantime, uh, why don't I tell the folks about the sales schedule here at Equity Stratford this week? Sounds good, Jerry. Take it away. All right, Kristen and uh, Jill, and a very good morning to both of you, and a good morning to everyone out there. A busy week here on tap uh, this week here at Equity Stratford. First of all, we do get underway this morning right away with the uh, market auction, and on Monday morning we do sell market cows, conventional-type market cows. We also sell fat cattle this morning and market bulls. Baby calves will be about the... 11.30 hour uh, this morning, and we'll finish up with the market cattle here this afternoon. Tomorrow, Tuesday, a very busy day, and we do start at uh, 10 o'clock tomorrow morning uh, with the hay and straw and bedding auction. 11 o'clock, a very large dairy sale tomorrow here at Stratford. We do have the complete dispersal of registered Holstein organic milking cows and bread heifers uh, from the McNeely Farm. Again, this is a uh, about 100 head here. We'll be selling tomorrow. Some of these cows are milking over 100, up to 130 pounds per day. There are official DHIA test and uh, 401 Butterfat 299 Protein, so a very excellent herd. So I know you folks, a lot of folks want to go to the show, but uh, uh, like I said, the show runs three days, but if you're in need of some really good top quality cows, whether you're in the organic business or just milking conventional type cows, tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock here at Equity Stratford, we do have that dairy sale featuring this very fine herd dispersal. Also consigned, we do have a smaller herd of approximately 25 great organic uh, Holstein cows and springing heifers. Those will be sold after this first herd. That will be tomorrow. And of course, also tomorrow we do sell conventional market cows and organic market cows as we do every Tuesday. Wednesday, our auction starts at 10 o'clock. Full marketing day on Wednesday, including sheep, hogs, and goats. Feeder cattle sale Wednesday is a noontime start. And our Thursday auction does start at 11 with market cattle and baby calves. So as you folks can see, we've uh, got a busy, busy week here on tap. Uh, uh, Equity Stratford this week, uh, busy all the way around. This is the time of the year you got to do it because, uh, well, you know what they say, Kristen, in Wisconsin, we only have three seasons, really, or two seasons, you know. Yeah, hot so, and uh, cold. <laughs> no, winter, w- winter and road construction, you know. <laughs> yep, exactly. Winter and road construction. Well, so anyway, uh, I'm sure all the roads are all set to lead to your folks' this place tomorrow. So looking forward to, like I said, I'll try to get there one of these days this week. But anyway, in the meantime, I'll be back here tomorrow morning. Uh, we'll give an update on how the markets are going. I know uh, the uh, folks that follow the Board of Trade, the Mercantile Exchange, that thing is like a roller coaster up and down, up and down. Uh, fortunately, our conventional markets are more of an even keel. So we'll see what happens today, and we'll be back here to report that for you folks tomorrow morning. And in the meantime... 
you ladies uh, get good and rested up and make sure you got plenty of uh, beverages for tomorrow, I imagine, right? Oh, yeah. We've got them all ready to go, and we're all set. Booth 572. So come on out to the wax booth, Jerry. All right. Well, we'll see you. Um, we'll talk to Bob being on duty tomorrow. Or? Oh, yeah. He'll be here with bells on. Well, as <laughs> well, long as he's there, we don't care about bells. <laughs> <laughs> well, l- let's start with bells and keep them otherwise. <laughs> All, All right. right, Jerry, have a great day. You also, and thank you, ladies. Have a nice day. You too. There he goes, Jerry Fitzgerald from the Stratford Equity Barn. We've got some more coming up yet. We're going to hear from Dr. Dan Understander. We've got markets. Still a busy morning. We're at, I don't know, about seven. Yeah, 74 degrees, 75 right now. Feeding information to the folks who feed you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And let's take a look at our morning markets this morning. On the Chicago Board of Trade, we've got your December corn up 17 cents to 641. December oats up a penny at 469. November beans up 19 cents to 14.15. October soybean meal was up $5 a ton to 407.80 a ton. Your December wheat is up 16 cents at 923. Country elevators in the area, we've got Golden Pump and Arcadia at 726 for corn. Baldwin's at 691 for corn, 1521 for beans. Duran's at 692 and 1519. Mondovi's at 692 and 1521. Elmwood's at 697 for corn, 1521 for beans. Fall Creek is at 677 and 1511. Osseo's at 702 and 1526. Elk Mount is at 666 and 1548. Sparta's at 701 for corn, 1562 for beans. Ellsworth is at 677 and 1511. Ethanol plants in the area. Boyceville's at 701. Stanley's at 711. And New Richmond's at 706. Looking at the dairy side, we've got barrel cheese down a half a cent to 218 and a quarter. Your blocks are up two and a half cents to 211. Your double A grade butter is up three cents to 297. And your class three futures for July up 15 cents to 2279. Your August prices are down nine cents to 2175. September was up nine to 2229. October down nine cents to 2247. November down a dime to 2231. And then the markets were downward trending through March of 2023. It's showtime. Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, July 12th, 13th, and 14th, just south of Loyal in Clark County. Tour Rail Acres. See their DeLaval robotic milkers in action. Feed a calf. Take in the events at rustic occasions. See the field demos each day featuring haylage, mowing, raking, merging, chopping, baling, and bale wrapping. For more details, visit wifarmtechdays.org. Wisconsin Farm Technology Days, July 12th, 13th, and 14th, just south of Loyal in Clark County. Sponsored by Swiderski Equipment, your partners on the job. This morning on our Next Grow Alfalfa Update program, brought to you by Next Grow Alfalfa, Dr. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, is with us. And Dan, we've talked about weevils, we've talked about leaf hoppers, and this morning we're going to talk about aphids. How big a problem are they or can they be this summer? Well, absolutely, Bob. They are something we should watch for. Uh, they tend to be spotty, but in those spots they can be severe problems and and we should watch for them. The important thing first is to identify which type of aphid that you have. Mostly what we see are cow pea aphids, and uh, it takes an awful lot of those to uh, cause economic damage. If we're looking at uh, them, uh, let's back up a second. First off, Pea aphids cause damage and hurt yield, 
because they stick a mouth part in and uh, like the potato leaf hopper, suck the juices out of the plant. That's how they get their sugars and their proteins from amino acids and so on. Uh, but in the process as they're doing that, uh, some of them do damage some of the structure of the stem or leaf, and, uh, and some of them uh, actually can inject a toxin. Most of the worst yield-reducing aphids are in the western United States, and we seldom see them here in Wisconsin. Uh, but as I said a few seconds ago, cowpea aphids are fairly common, and then uh, we could have um, just some uh, spotted aphids or uh, pea aphids. If we look at the uh, number of pea aphids that it takes to uh, cause economic damage, uh, if the stand is less than 10 inches tall, we're basically talking about 40 cow pea aphids per stem, 40, 40, that's quite a few. And then if the alfalfa is over 10 inches tall, it really takes more than 75 cow pea aphids per stem to uh, cause an economic damage. Uh, very often, uh, particularly uh, as the plant gets uh, bigger, as most alfalfa is now awaiting third cutting, it is uh, probably more economic simply to mow the field add the pea aphid and a little extra protein to our hay and, and not worry about it. Uh, conditioning is, is helpful here because the conditioning will cross, crush the aphids as they go into the windrow. So yes, they're around. Uh, a couple things are going to be worse in dry years because they do get diseases and when it rains, uh, that actually is, is a problem for aphids. Uh, so the rains that we had uh, this past week are actually helpful in reducing the potential for aphid damage. If an area continues dry throughout the summer, then the likelihood of aphids increases. So the important thing is kind of walk your field. Again, first identify the kind of aphid that you have. If it's a cow pea aphid, you can tolerate quite a few, If uh, or a pea aphid. If it's a spotted aphid, then we're down around 10 aphids per plant. So it is important, really, to be able to first identify the aphid and then to decide on the appropriate management. On a young plant with high levels, it may be worthwhile to spray. But again, if we're talking cow pea aphids and need 40 to 75 per stem to be economic for spraying, then it may be ahead just to plan on cutting that field a bit early. It's always something, and in this case, it's aphids. Take a look in the fields. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, with us on our next Corral Alfalfa Update program. And uh, thank you so much, Bob and Jill. It's that time of the morning for us to head on out. We will see, hopefully, all of our listeners tomorrow at Clark County Farm Technology Days. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. Yes, and then come on out also for Wednesday night Farm Tech Fest. Gates open at 4.15, music at 5 p.m. It's going to be exciting times. And then you got the Northern Wisconsin State Fair to boot. There's just a lot going on this week. There is a lot going on. Get out. The the weather's going to be good. Get out and enjoy. All right. Have a great Monday. 
You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report. Available at WaxRadio.com in its entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovi. And the Chilson family of Ram dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadar. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com. <laughs>